Howdy folks, and welcome to the Dirt Road Cowboy Christian Podcast. My name is Dean, also known as the Dirt Road Cowboy. And whether this is your first time visiting, or if you are a return listener, I thank you very much for listening in, and I am deeply humbled that you would choose to listen to my podcast. Thank you very much. This time we're going to continue in a roundabout way talking about our covenant rights and privileges in the New Testament. Jesus gave us power and authority over all the works of the enemy. We know the works of the enemy are poverty, sickness, and death. Jesus came to give us authority over those things. He came that God may be our source of supply. He came that we might be free of sickness. And he came to set us free from death, which is the final enemy. He also gave us the authority to enforce God's kingdom will on this earth. And that is taking control over the demonic realm. We have a covenant right, privilege, and authority to overcome the works of the devil, to bind up and cast out demons. There's a false teaching going around saying that when Adam gave power and authority to Satan, that he turned over the 6,000-year lease to the devil, and the devil has the authority on this earth for 6,000 years. Well, that's not anywhere in the Bible. It's not even close to being right. There's nowhere in the Bible that says that there's a 6,000-year lease anywhere. That would be like saying that God had planned for Adam to fall and sin, and God was in charge of all the evil that went on in the world because he deliberately let it happen. Now, there are times that he allows things to happen because of free will, but there's always a choice. There's always an alternative. God knows all possible outcomes. It's up to us to make the choice of which one we will pick, and then the consequences happen, whether for good or for bad. That's called free will. Adam and Eve had a choice. They could have chosen the tree of life, but instead they chose the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And that's what put us in the mess that we're in today. If they would have chosen life, then we would have all been perfect. There would have been no evil, no wars, no sickness, no poverty, no death anywhere. And we'd be in a completely different realm. Our energy field would be completely different. We would be linked and unified to God in full power and full authority, operating in this realm the way that God had originally intended. Jesus came to set us free from the curse that Adam brought into the world. But religion has taught us that he came to make the way for us to get to heaven. And that's it. And in the meantime, we have to suffer in this world and let the devil beat our brains out. And when we show up in heaven with our scars and our bruises, then God will heal it and wipe away the tears. That was never God's intent. That was not Jesus' intent. We are to be more than conquerors through Christ. So, the doctrine of the 6,000-year lease has no basis in reality, has no basis in Christianity. It has no basis in the Bible. There is no basis for that false teaching. So we have the authority to cast out devils. Jesus said so very plainly many times. Heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, cast out devils, raise the dead. All these things that he told us to do to continue in our apostolic mission. Oh, some people don't know what an apostle is. They think that it's a power structure in the church. That apostles are supposed to be the government of the church and leading everyone. 
Uh, there's nowhere in the Bible that says that apostle was taken from the word apostolos. It was a ship that would come in after the army had taken over a country and start to reform that country so that when the king came to visit his new territory, it was like he had never left home. The Romans continued that practice. They were trying to spread Rome across the world. That way, when the kings, the generals, the emperors, whoever would come and visit their new territory, it would be like they were still in Rome. Why do you think they built so many Roman-designed buildings? Roman architecture is all over, which is similar to the Greek. They kind of shared a common history, Western civilization. That's why you find Greek and Roman columns all over Europe and in many parts of the Mideast. The lands of conquest were designed to start looking like Roman property. That was what the apostolos did. That's why Jesus appointed apostles. From the old word apostolos, they were to go in and transform the entire known world and make it on earth as it is in heaven. That way, when the king returns, it looks like he never left home. That's what apostle is all about. It's not about church government. It's not about rulership over the churches. It's not about submission to the apostolic head over your church. That's more garbage that has always set in. It's political. It is demonic. Church government taking control, having popes, having kings, having holy Roman emperors has put people into bondage. Jesus didn't come to set up an empire. Jesus didn't say that we're supposed to lord over others. He didn't say that we're supposed to bow down to the apostolic leaders. He said that the greatest would be the servant of all. Boy, how that got screwed up. So now another false teaching that has come in, and it was based on something that Jesus said, but it's been taken out of context by demons. Jesus said that when a demon was cast out of a person, it would go into the dry places and wander around. And then after a while, it would seek out demons that are even more powerful than it and return back to the uncleaned host, or as Jesus would say, uncleaned house. And the end would be greater than the beginning. So now people are casting devils out into the dry places. But Jesus didn't say that it was going to stay that way. It was that way before the appointed time. Remember when the devils would be terrified of Jesus and ask if he had come to torment them before the time, you know, to cast them into eternal torment. They're afraid of hell. They don't rule hell. They are terrified. And I know this personally because, well, let's get to that. We are supposed to take these devils, bind them, and cast them into the eternal torment. Now, I know that makes a lot of people upset because they don't see that in the Bible. They said that even Jesus couldn't cast them into torment before the appointed time. And they think that that appointed time is sometime way out in the future. That's because that's what the demons want them to think. The appointed time was Calvary, people. That's when Jesus took all power and authority away from the devils. We are supposed to bind them and cast them into eternal torment, into the eternal damnation, never to return again. I know that's news to a lot of you people because you've never heard it before. 
It's because the demons didn't want you to hear it. Now, I've heard people come up with all kinds of weird theories. No, you have to cast them into the desert. And I've had some people say, I just take them to Jesus and let him deal with them. Where does it ever say that in the Bible? We are supposed to be ruling and reigning on earth as kings on the earth. Now, let's use an example. Say you were a police officer and you came on the scene and there was a criminal violating, tormenting, torturing, and raping a woman. You having the full authority grab that evil person. But then you say, okay, now get out. Go to the desert near Vegas or something. And the perpetrator is sitting there, you're not going to arrest me? And you say, no, I said, depart from this house. So the perp is sitting there saying, cool, I get an all-expense trip to Vegas. I know where there's some really dark characters over there in Sin City. I'm going to get them to help me, and we're going to come back, and we're going to see if this house is still vulnerable. What kind of cop operates like that? A cop seizes a person and arrests them and throws them into jail. Then that perpetrator faces the punishment for their crimes. But I'm talking about people for the last 2,000 years that have not taken their full authority over the devil, over demons. And that's why they're running rampant in the world. I've cast them into the eternal torment. The first time I did that, this was back in the 90s, I did it and I heard the scream that made my hair stand on end. I mean, I had goosebumps, my, the hair on my arms, it was standing up because of that scream of terror. Because I was told by the Lord that that's what we're supposed to do. We're not supposed to treat demons with kid gloves. These are monsters. We're supposed to get rid of them so they don't take over the earth. Like I said, a lot of people won't believe this. They won't like it. But pray over it. See what the Lord tells you. See what makes sense. Whether you just let them go free to torment others because you believe that they have free run of the world, or whether we are supposed to enforce God's kingdom on earth as it is in heaven. Yeah, that's what we're supposed to do. We are supposed to be ambassadors of Christ, doing the things that he did, doing the things he said to do, not just letting the demons have control over the earth and sitting around waiting for some stupid rapture bus that ain't coming. Oh, that just made a lot of people mad. Don't sit around waiting for a rapture. I don't believe in one. If it happens, great. If it doesn't, great. We are supposed to take all authority over this earth. We're not supposed to wait for Jesus to come and bail us out. There's nowhere in the Bible that says that. Ruling and reigning as kings in this life on this earth. That is our mandate. Getting rid of poverty, sickness, and death. The enemies of heaven. That's part of the covenant. His enemies become our enemies. Our enemies become his enemies. Poverty, sickness, and death are Jesus' enemies. He takes care of our enemies. We take care of his enemies. We are here in the conquered territory to enforce these laws. We are not here to cower down and act like we don't have the power of God. Jesus died for us to have this power. He died for us to have the authority. That's why he said, all power and all authority has been given to me in heaven, earth, and below the earth. Therefore, you go in my name. You go in his power and his authority and take care of business. 
That's news to a lot of people. They think that they're just waiting to go to heaven, struggling to get by every day, and they expect to hear, well done, good and faithful servant. More than likely they'll get there, and what they'll hear is, well, are you done? Because you didn't do anything. You didn't take your place. You didn't fulfill your call and your destiny. You didn't serve a purpose. Not a good place to be in. I'll tell you an experience that I had last year. If you listen to my podcasts, then you'll know that my experiences last year were pretty rough. I went through a lot. Extreme demonic attack that almost caused me to commit suicide at the beginning of 2020. And this was before the cootie crisis or anything else hit. None of that was a thing back then. I had demonic attacks tearing my life apart. I saw how things happened, how people had died, how loved ones had been taken away because of demonic activity. There were demonic portals opened all around me. Well, those portals ended up being closed, but that didn't stop the demons from being here. The demons weren't cast out. They just had their little transportation areas cut off. The demons were stuck. They came through a door. They got locked behind them. Now, for my part, after the portals were closed, I went through these areas of evil, and I could feel the evil. And I wear a ring with a cross. It represents my brother Jesus. When I was riding by these areas on my motorcycle, I was angry. And in a little childish way, I kind of flipped off the areas of the portals because I knew the demons were still there. And I was expressing my anger and my hatred. Well, with my hand on the handlebars of the motorcycle, I'd give a one-finger salute to the demons, I'd hear an angel laugh. I thought maybe he was laughing at my childishness. But it happened every time when I would give the one-finger salute to these areas of evil in the demonic triangle. And I finally said, What's so funny? Why are you laughing? The angel said, What are you doing? Oh, I'm just giving him the finger, expressing my anger. The angel said, No, you're not. Look at your hand. And what I didn't realize was the finger I was using had the cross ring on it. That's why the angel was laughing. I was showing the cross of Jesus at these demonic areas. Well, I got a laugh out of that too. But then I was told to get serious and get to business. And I said, okay, Lord, what do you mean? Now, I wasn't talking to the angel. Obviously, I was talking to Jesus. He said, you are to use my name. When you go by these places, use my name. Every time I went by them, I would get tormented thoughts and feelings. I didn't know what else to do, so I would just use the name of Jesus, and I would just say, Jesus, 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 as I went by these places. And what he showed me in the Spirit was that I was sending shock troops. Every time I would say his name, an angel would appear. It's like a streak coming down from heaven, and an angel, another angel, another angel, another angel, and they rounded up the demons that were near these portals. And I thought, okay, well, that's great. And I made a deliberate point to confront all these areas where these portals were. It was kind of like the devil's triangle because they all appeared in a triangular area. Not going to get into everything on that, but they did appear in a certain region where the demonic nefarious activities were all taking place. So I went through and I did that to each and every place. And I felt a sense of relief because the angels were there. And I told them to round the demons up and they listened to the orders because I told them in Jesus' name to round up the demons. Well, a little bit later, I heard one of the angels say to me, Sir, 
when are you going to cast these devils out? And I was wondering, well, why didn't the angel just do it? They said, sir, we don't have the authority to cast these demons out. You have been given all power and all authority in Jesus' name. We are here to help you. We have them rounded up where they can't escape, but it's up to you to get rid of them. So I had to go back to all these areas confronting the demons. I went through there again, and I spoke the name of Jesus, and I cast every demon into the eternal damnation to be tormented forever, never to be released. The angels were very glad, but I was kind of going a little bit slowly at it because each of these areas was painful to me because of the evil that had happened in them. So I was taking my time. I knew the angels were taking care of the devils, keeping them from escaping. They had them rounded up like military troops would to an enemy combatant. And one day I was going by and one of the angels said, Sir, how much longer are you going to take? And I said, why? He said, sir, we are tired of babysitting these things and watching over them. They're nasty. They're disgusting. And if you would, please get rid of them so that we can go about our other appointed duties. We can't stand being around these nasty creatures. So I said, okay. And I toughened up, confronted those areas, confronted the demons, and cast them all into eternal damnation. And the angels were thankful because then they could go on with other assignments. And these were no small angels. They're pretty big angels. And they're very powerful. So now the devil's triangle has become a redemption triangle. It was all part of the decade of evil that ended last year. Part of my life that if I would have known what was going to happen, I might not have made covenant with God. I did what he asked, but he didn't tell me that there was going to be painful consequences after making a covenant. But because of the pain, because of everything that happened, I was given rights and authority that I wouldn't have had in other circumstances. I had to have skin in the game, as they say. I had to have legal reason to do what I did. I had to have a legal, justifiable right of vengeance. I know there's some people that say that God doesn't avenge, but even in the New Testament, it says, vengeance is mine, saith the Lord, I will repay. And it is a terrible thing to fall into the hands of the living God. Learn it, live it, love it. It's the truth. God is not this little mushy, gushy, weeny God that the New Agers are trying to push into the church. That's demonic because they are controlled by demons. We don't want to have a weak God. God is always portrayed as being loving and kind and weak and feeble. Our God is strong. Our God is powerful. It's the demons that are weak and feeble. And we are to rise up and take authority over them. That's our covenant right and privilege. And that's where we're going to wrap this one up, folks. I hope you got something out of it. I hope you learned something that will change the way that you deal with demons. You have the power and the authority. Don't just send them away somewhere where they can get other demons and band together and come back and attack even stronger. Cast them into the eternal torment. You'll be glad you did. I pray right now that God will open the eyes of your understanding that you may receive the truth in what I said. If there's any error, I pray that God will reveal the error to you and that you will be enlightened and know the hope of your calling in Christ. I'll be back in a couple weeks with another podcast. Till then, if you want to stop by my website, it's www.dirtroadcowboy.com and there you can find out a little bit more about me. You can get contact information and whatever. 
no obligation. If you want to go by there, cool. Till next time, Dirt Road Cowboy signing out. Bye, y'all. <laughs>